1: Guess what decision we're about to make.
2: Horrible decision. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another, another, goddammit another episode of Horrible Decisions. Oh God. You did like go- that intro either? No, when you said another, Shit. there is someone who was like, y'all ain't gonna make it till May. We might not make it. Well, we bitch. here though. We here. <laughs> it's another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl Mandy B, aka Dat Bitch, aka Full Court Pumps, aka I own all the AKAs, God damn it! Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and I'm sitting next to this hoe. Tell you, your name. Hi, I'm Weezy. And you guys, I'm fucking dog crazy right
1: now. If you're watching the YouTube, we have the cutest dog in here. And I really want to introduce the guest who's more attractive (laughs) than the dog. But I just can't get over this. We never had a... We've never had a dog. Technically, the it's form. your
2: pet. How on brand is that?
1: <laughs> you brought your pet to show. I
3: brought my pet.
2: We have Puppy Troy playing. here. Shout out to Troy. I'm super, super, super excited that we finally got to bring you onto finally. the show. How long um, have we been talking about this? It's been a very long time. I want to uh, let you guys know how I met Troy. Super amazing. One of you guys' favorite, favorite guests here on our show. King Noir. So me, me and King Noir went out for drinks and he was like, so I have, it was Maybe a class is kind of like I'm meeting my teacher. My teacher is going to come. You were his (laughs) teacher, really. So, guys, if y'all watch King Noir's videos and wonder how he does everything he does, uh, I actually got to see him practice live with that. Um, Again, you guys know that there's kind of safety measures around BDSM and making sure that you're not hurting the person that's on the receiving end. And again, I first met Troy and she was like, this is how you hold this leather flog and this weight and this paddle, and I guess go ahead and introduce kind of what you do and why. That's how I met
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Olivia Troy. Um, Pronoun she/her. Please call me Troy. Of course. And I've been in the BDSM community for a minute and a half, and um, and have been kind of just like studying all different aspects of it and and practicing and and. Having a really good time doing it. And so, um, and over time, I became a consultant for film and television that had, and theater too, that had like BDSM components. How did they find you? Someone's like, yo, we know this. (laughs) Yeah, basically. It's just word of mouth.
1: Yeah. But like, is there sexual consultants generally for TV when it
3: comes to scenes like this? There can be. I mean, you know, they're different and they're just not many of us. And some, and sometimes what happens is it's just somebody knows somebody. And, mm.
2: You know, because... Well, why ain't nobody call us? I, well, bitch. Goes, well, no. we, we be telling y'all we be wrong and shit. <laughs> I don't think we're really experts, for real, for real.
1: Honestly, like, we're, we are, but we not. I did some, like, not consulting, <laughs> but punch up for a sex scene where they want, like, basically it was like a... they. Something was supposed to go wrong, but you don't know what it is yet. That's what punch-up is. And I was in a room with other writers and everybody's giving their credits. This guy's like, Yeah, I did curb your enthusiasm. And, like, what about you? I was like, oh, my host a sex podcast and I honestly don't even know why I'm here after that. And they're like, Oh yeah, well, like you're the one who talks about sex openly. You probably hear people talk talk about jokes all the time. Like, when we get in there, figure out what's funny, figure out what really happens during sex. And when I figured out the couple was black, I was like, We making her fucking wig come off. Oh, easy. (laughs) Hands down. (laughs) Wigs coming off. And they're like, "Um, excuse me, that was in Dear White People, so we can't do that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Wow. So they were like, rewrite that scene. And I just really didn't know why I was hired. And I I realized, like, people are looking for someone in sex. Or if you're someone online that has presence in food, maybe they'll bring you in for that. Like, or fitness. And...
2: That's a real fucking thing. But mm-hmm. how, how long have you been doing this for film and television? And are you able to, of course, we're going to talk about the one show that you guys have been telling us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but can you tr- tell tell us the shows that you've been a part of, maybe helping with consulting?
3: So I did, I started out doing Broadway shows. So there, the first one I did was a show called Trust, which had um, Zach Braff and, Bobby Cannavale and Sutton Foster.
2: Those are white people. Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know Zach them.
3: Braff. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, I think he was on
1: Scrubs. Okay,
3: oh, he was. Yes. <laughs> okay. <that> show. <laughs> and um, so I so I did that show, and then uh, next came a immersive theater thing called Queen of the Night, which was sort of like Sleep No More, but a little bit more. That's Cirque my Soleil. shit. Yeah.
1: You guys have heard me talk about Sleep No More when I talked about being masked up at, on a date. You have, and oh, you yeah. get to walk in and be in the scene. That shit's dope as fuck.
3: Yeah. So so this one was people would um the performers would bring guests in for one-on-one experiences. So, there would be like a knife play scene or a rope bondage scene. Do they lick you like that? Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or a, uh, you know, and although there, and there was like some performers would actually kiss the guests or
2: say, Tell me a secret or tell me a fantasy. That is so fucking like, hot. It is incredible. Can you imagine I'm so a time that, where you can off, make out? I also want to say that uh, my boyfriend just told me about this place and that it's closed now and it's, yeah. it doesn't exist. And he was like, you would have loved it, especially yeah. because like, of course, the box is still open and hopefully it opens soon enough, like back to what it was like. But we literally just had the conversation about sleep no more. Uh, literally just had this conversation. I could wow. see them socially distancing that, though. You could. I mean,
3: and, and you just like no more, follow, They all wear the yeah. masks. So you oh, actually shit, that's right. have a
1: mask on already. So like basically you're just following actors into different scenes. Right. And it used to be a lot of people, but I can see them doing it. If the actor has to be a certain amount of feet away and they already and are, they you're not too it, yeah. close. There are times where the actors do come up to you and they'll touch you or bring you in a room for a second. Um, but yeah, you are already wearing a mask. You're right. It's just, it's not covering your mouth, but.
3: And then off of Broadway. Uh, and then after Broadway. So after, uh, Queen of the Night, then I got invited uh, to Billions, which is on Showtime. And all y'all been telling
2: us to watch Billions and do it for even our cinema on Patreon. Billions? Billions has mad BDSM scenes and like uh, people that go and pay for sex and prostitution. And it's really heavy. They named the
3: dominatrix on Billions after
2: me. Shut up. Yeah. Talk your true. shit, queen. <laughs> Look, actually, <laughs> the humble flex that our guests have been bringing. That's Jeez. fire.
1: Did you write the script or you just c- coordinated with a... Uh...
3: No, I consulted with the writer's room a little bit. But then once I started working with the showrunners and and talking with them, they said, oh, you know what? We have this character. That's, I, uh, I want to ask you a, a question
1: about something that's mainstream BDSM, okay. besides bonding.
2: Which y'all, she also co-wrote, and that's Sorry, really... Yeah. we all talk about and, bonding. Yeah,
1: I
3: co-wrote and co-produced bonding.
1: Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. As mm. a movie. Yes. What justice do you think it gave to the
3: BDSM community? Not very much at all. Why? Well, hold on. I will tell you. The one great thing about Fifty Shades of Grey is that were it not for the massive success and pop- popularity of the book, the movie, all of it, then billions wouldn't have happened, bonding wouldn't have happened, like mm. all of these other stories... Wouldn't have happened.
1: What What do you think? Um. So I haven't watched it in a long time, but it was on Bravo the other yeah. day, and uh, I was just I was just clicking on cable because I was watching Wendy Williams documentary. You know, when you have a moment, you're watching yeah. cable. You just do cable all day, right? And I'm watching this <laughs> shit, and I'm like, okay, this ain't that bad. Like the contracting is something I've heard about and stuff like that, but this obviously isn't as intense as what I've heard of BDSM to be. But I'm curious, like, what are some things you can name that we might have saw that we were like. Absolutely not. This shouldn't have been done like this.
3: In Fifty Shades of Grey, well, most of it was just, he he was a stalker. It just, you just excused it because he had money. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, is that he showed up at her job and said, like, you know, I'm going to take you this place and you're just going to come with me. He just, you know, he coerced her. And we
1: thought it was sexy because he was sexy.
3: Right, exactly. Because he's hot and sexy or whatever. But there was no consent in any of that. It was coercion. Perhaps, but not consent. And there's a difference.
2: Mm. Could you could you break down real quick? Because I know we've talked about consent a lot, but even in that film, the way even Weezy, the way the audience is like, that was still, that was kind of sexy, though. What is the difference between consent and coercion? Well, consent is freely
3: given. And it's—well, rever- you know, they talk about consent as, as what's called FRIES, which is freely given, reversible, enthusiastic—well, hold on, let me spell FRIES correctly. F-R-I-E-S. It's so a freely given— <laughs> It's okay. I'll be fucking the worst, too, girl. <laughs> and I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to remember all of these, but I know it's, like, freely given, reversible, in, uh, enthusiastic is one of them, um, and uh, informed, which means that you, you understand what you're saying yes to. Mm. Oh. So freely given is— you ask me, and I freely say yes. Uh, reversible means that just because I say yes now doesn't mean I can't say no later. Which we mm. say all the time here, right? Weezy for, for sure. Say enthusiastic <laughs> is well, sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. <laughs> because I change
3: my mind a lot. Right. <laughs> Informed is when is that I know what I'm saying yes to. Mm. Um, enthusiastic is that I'm saying yes, like I'm like not a not a, yeah, but more like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know
3: and, um, and now I forget what the S is for but that's you know that's what you want consent to be like and coercion in this case it's like hey my car's outside come with me and it, it's, it, there's a scene I'm just thinking about he says if
1: you roll your eyes at me again I'm gonna bend you over and spank you and she didn't give consent but it seemed like it was fun watching she never said okay or anything. And now I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. It's like, we're looking at it like it's sexy, but it really wasn't consensual.
3: Exactly. And, and he I did mean, it and she liked it, but... Right. But the, got the, the thing is, is that, like, in a... in a re, Like, King will probably talk about this, too. It's like, when you actually have, like, a true power exchange and a true control, and, and it is a consensual experience, then you can say... If you do that again, I'm going to put you over my knee. Got it. And you're going to like that, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am, Troy. You want
3: that, don't you?
1: I do. She
3: loves role playing.
2: Don't let <laughs> like
3: so, me So do it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Got I, it. I, it's yeah. just a great way of asking. Yeah. I do like that. We're going to get into um, our black sex y'all, y'all. So I want is, that shirt. Oh, I know, I know you. Do. Yes, <laughs> we y'all know sense. we got the merch. Y'all go ahead and cop that. So, our Black Excellence for those of you who may just be joining us uh, for the first time, maybe the last time. Our Black Excellence is um, specifically women. Well, we've done kind of men too. So, Black people uh, in history that have been activists in the sexual revolution uh so to speak and so today's black excellence is andrea jenkins jenkins actually made history in november of 2017 by becoming the first openly transgender black woman elected to public office in the US according to lgbtq advocacy groups and researchers jenkins a democrat duh <laughs> Was one of two openly trans people to win a seat on the Minneapolis City Council in 2017. She is also a published poet and an oral historian at the University of Minnesota.
1: Do you remember when that happened? Because, wait, no, you... Yeah, they were talking about someone who was trans who was on the board of something, and I remember that a few years ago, and I was like, "What?" And then we just like all retweeted her picture, but we didn't know what it was. was well, that's what it is. That I, was what, I do remember that, that was what the retweet was. I was like, "Look, black people office something." I think except for what Ben, what's his name, Carson, what's the name, Ben oh. Carson, the not Health ben. and Human Service guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> not who is, Ben. Who was Car- Cor- the black guy that was running for president and he be lying about the uh. Look! Look! Don't don't. Yo, have, you know who don't I'm talking about. Because I was oh about to my say god, you guys, ben if you're Jones? listening, scream it into the fucking speakers right it? now. Is who ben? is the Ben? Is it Ben Carson? Ben Carson, the black guy Became that ran for president. He was a Sleepy heart surgeon. Ben Carson. Yeah, that's Ben Carson. Oh. Oh, I was about to say. Andrew yeah, that's Gillum. not the only black person in ben politics. Carson, I am yes. not with. Oh, it hurt him, and Candace Owens. Yeah. But other than that, I'm gonna retweet you when you win something.
2: Okay. You like Ben Jones? Who? Van Jones, yeah. Oh, mm, you I, know what's so sucky about that, and y'all, y'all don't drag me for this. Before I knew he was problematic, he was on my flight going to LA for All Star Weekend, and I thought he was fine. And then I, then I, we both found, saw some fucking news people
1: because I had saw Don Lemon on a flight. Yeah, I, I don't know. Van Jones is different to me because he's not really someone who's like political party. Like he's a commentator. So
2: okay, yeah. Well, actually, Candace
1: Owens, I guess, is so Wait, look, also. Why are you a making that face?
2: Yeah. It's a long story. Uh, (laughs) Did you beat his ass? I'm right. I'm right. Uh, So we're gonna get into our vanilla shit. Our vanilla shit actually is a Variety article. Uh, I do want to get into bonding. Yeah. And that experience you co uh, you co writing it, um, but also being on set as the intimacy coordinator, what that meant, and I do want to talk. First, about season one, because if we just talked about Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. and how people felt it was a misrepresentation of the BDSM community and what what it really falls under, I want to know if you could walk through what you feel like fell short in season one and where you really stepped in to make sure things were represented correctly in season two. Okay. So, all right. well, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm let let me go. You, Here we go. All right. So...
3: um so, yeah, so I was brought in as a consultant for as a consultant and a writer for season two um, season when season one came out. I watched it. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining and I thought it was, cute. Thought it was it. cute. Like, I don't you know, I personally didn't have any problems with it because I recognize it's television and I recognize mm-hmm. that as television, there are going to be things that are fantastical about it. And I, and one of the things that I thought that the show's creator's name is writer Doyle. One of the things I thought that writer did really well was just sort of create this very bright look at BDSM and and sex work and pro domination, you know, and all of that. So I thought it was entertaining, I thought it was funny. I don't yeah. have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people in the community, particularly sex workers, you know, there were a few things that came out, you know, and some of it was, you know, like just quibbles about oh, you know, her corset doesn't fit or the rope ties are <laughs> oh, wrong or God. things like that. But what the real complaint about it was, wasn't really so much about the show as it was about the the marketing of it. Because um, Bonding Season 1 came out right as SESTA-FOSTA was really mm. deep, you know, like really impacting sex workers. And, um, you know, and especially how sex workers were able to show up on social media. Like they had lost... Um, their advertising mm. access on like back things like Backpage or Craigslist and Twitter was, you know, shadow banning everybody and kicking them off or whatever. And then Netflix season one comes out, bonding season one comes out, and the Netflix Twitter account for bonding had, you know, instantly blue check mark verified, which doesn't happen to sex workers. Right. That's
2: and, why weezy ain't blue check works, at, uh that's why right like, I my bio. She ain't that's why she ain't got a blue check. For real. Like well our agent uh uh, went to verify both of uh-huh. us, and they just same day. Th- same day, I got I literally my blue check immediately came up. He's like, "We've submitted like three, four times for you now, Easy." They won't give her a blue check, and I guess uh, because she's 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 a sex worker.
1: No, I'm, I ha- I have no. sex educator in my bio, uh-huh. and yeah, they won't. And um, then I think I got one. I think Charlemagne tried for me, and him and Andrew were like, yeah, it's the sex thing, and I was like, I'm not fucking taking it out anymore. Like, good uh, to me. I just felt like. Yes, like, the blue check would have helped me, you know, with getting better advertisers and things like that. But this is what the fuck I do. So, like, how am I going to take it out? Right. You know yeah, what I mean? It's felt
2: weird. And you guys, uh, Sessa Fossa, we've talked, actually, a lot about, which is crazy because in the pandemic, OnlyFans has become just literally talked about, like, the most normal thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But Sessa Fossa is what you guys... Uh, The Pussy Poet came on and said, and King Noir's page has been deleted multiple times. uh, Mm -hmm. Just sitting Jasmine as well. And just a lot of our guests, uh, Raquel Savage has talked about it. Basically, it is almost also a target to the black sex workers as well. There's a huge difference in the community. Like Bella Thorne last night,
1: I I, apologize for anyone. I don't know when we're going to post this, but just seriously, this really pissed me off. I like her. I think she's fun. I know a lot of sex workers don't. She posted this video of her and um, Abella Danger in the pool. Like, can you imagine two what? black girls? Oh, fucking? yeah, that no. would have been deleted.
3: Bruh. Immediately.
1: Like, yeah. th- they're making out in the pool. One hand is on the other titty. They're kissing. And I'm just like, I'm like, y'all don't give a fuck when these people are lit. Like, yeah. Kim Kardashian putting up her ass. That's, yep. I, I don't know. I just, it, it's, it's
2: fucked up. It is. Y'all
3: need to flag them hoes.
2: These are <laughs> the real hoes. Right. Well, you too. You half of a real. I'm just saying. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> so, and you anyway. Yes. <laughs> so so
3: what happened in season one with season one was that um, the Twitter account was instantly verified, and the opening message was, you know, Mistress May now taking appointments, now accepting appointments.
2: Which oh, which technically is sex also, workers yes, sex cannot, cannot, cannot do. do you and it donations just and roses like, right? Yes, language right.
3: So yeah. how so because. Of that, it was just like, well, isn't that—I mean, and it was it's really more of a political argument, too, to just sort of say, like, okay, how is it that this t- show can do this, can, like, pretend to be a sex worker and have all of this leeway, mm-hmm. whereas actual people who are trying to survive don't have that privilege? Damn, honey, that clout. What what you mean? I I, I mean I basically got to put an asterisk in sex to get checked. But Netflix, when you get the Netflix money, you're just yeah, bam, yeah, yeah. They can do anything. So so that was that was the major complaint about about season one. And so you know, but it but it's but what we're also talking about is representation. And and when the show's creator like heard all of that, you know, he heard that feedback, and it's like you know most people. Would say like, oh, fuck them hoes, or
2: <laughs> like, like
3: I say, fuck them yeah, kids, yeah, fuck them- right. Like, I, I'm just gonna do this. I've, you know, I'm I'm doing fine. But actually, what he did is he listened and he said, That's Okay, how can I, how can I be responsible and how can I be accountable? Mm. How can I do better? Mm-hmm. And he said, "I'm gonna bring in somebody from, you know, I'm I'm gonna bring somebody in to help with that representation, you know, because part of it was also saying like, oh, you were telling a story about sex workers." you're telling a story about the BDSM community and you have nobody from this community who's informing your story. And so that was, you know, it's like, you need to bring these voices in. You can't just like, don't talk about somebody without like, are you a rapper?
2: That's a trapper or right. (laughs) (laughs) Really, bro. Are you rapping about trapping? (laughs) I mean, technically, I mean, even Rick Ross, Bitch, he was a CO before he was a rapper, talking about right. moving weight. But like I heard, well, I guess I shouldn't me, say it, But I did Dude,
1: hear, you C, There's some big CO, rappers bro. out there that I heard really trapping. I mean, 21 Savage talks about this shit on the Breakfast Club, though. He was like, yo, I was a real fucking trapper. Like, I like from from British Columbia.
2: But you know, it's like a real shit over there, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, he makes Scar- zone, no zone six, shout out 21 Savage. Zone six. No, Bro, like I used to I, live in Atlanta. I could shout out Zone Six. Your hair tells us. Don't and, you shut up. And the your fuck. diamond hoops, honey. Boy, do we know from the motherfucking hair store, not in that seat. You know how I do. And nah, I can but, only stay in for like an hour before my ear starts like, bitch, green. take me
1: out. <laughs> I, I, I
2: borrowed Mandy's
1: hoops for a shoot we had, and like my don't don't do me. No, but oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about. The, uh, the ones no. that
2: I brought back those fucking earrings. She did. She said, I was I like, think these are yours. Because <laughs> the way my ear was, my bad, bro.
1: Honestly, they say the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. I'll be honest with you, mine should be bigger than this. They should be way bigger <laughs> But my this. lobes are too tame. Oh my God. Oh so my God. No, no, no. Um, But I I do think what you're saying, like, we hear about that shit of rap music. I was making a joke, but seriously, mm-hmm. like, because rappers be t- telling stories that aren't really there Do sometimes. you think they have
2: drug consultants come in and be like, nah, bro? the way you yeah. just rap that verse... That ain't how it worked. What's think? the Netflix show that came out that
1: was Top Top Boys?
3: Uh, top Boy, yeah.
1: Imagine the, if they Drake, brought real drug Drake dealers wrote in there. That. Like Drake was a part of that. But maybe Drake brought some of his shadows in
2: there. I it? really hate you. They had shadows for consultant top consultants. Top shadows, the movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so season two, you uh, oh, it it really does I think have a larger focus on Mistress May um, and how Mistress May knows- and her mentor Mistress Mira. Yes. 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 So Ken, how involved were you? And I know again, if you guys watch it, King Noir and Jasmine were in there. You helped with casting them as well. Um, what were those scenes like? Because those were classes, and I know, like, mm-hmm. you teach classes as well. They're in the they're in the show. yes Yes. Girl, oh my God. King Noir on, on like some bar dancing shirtless because he's always shirtless. I don't think he owns a shirt. Yeah. I don't um. Think so. And then Je- <laughs> Je- and, Je- and why and why does he need to? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's a better question. <laughs> he does not need a shirt. And then jet setting Jasmine was uh, was one, a, yeah. one of the classes. yeah it was oh, one of, was one of the doms so. so we brought in people
3: from the community, know, who are actual sex workers, DOMs, um, I'm sex Mad, I know you didn't, because and Weezy could have been in there. I'm be real I'll with you. Call out next time, Troy. I think
1: we
2: should just be at the bar spectating shit next time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or we could bring them in on a podcast. <laughs> and what's crazy is even when Jasmine came and did our show, she was coming off set for yeah. Netflix. So yeah, yeah, super, yeah, super, 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 super dope. Um, yeah. So back to so yeah. So we brought so we
3: brought in people so. So, writer said, okay, you know, like, how do I do this better? So, he not only brought me into the writer's room, you know, and, and brought me into the writer's room sight unseen. Like, he walked in, he's like, I didn't know you were black. I didn't know. <laughs> like, he was just like, nope. I just knew I wanted you here. And he, so he brought me in, and it was just the three of us it was him, Nana Mensa, who plays Mistress Mira, was the other writer, and right, and Raitor, the, the show's Hold on. The, the mistress we've seen, seen one, like when the show starts? Yeah. She's a writer? Yeah, she's a writer. Oh, she, she's, she's a writer director. She's yeah. not a dom. No, she's not a dom. No, she's an actor. I felt that. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's an actor. She really
2: acted really good. Yes. Yeah. She did really, really we spent like, a lot of time talking. <laughs> Look, she, <laughs> she was, was like, Go she's it's really take your me. Break. It's really me. <laughs> um,
4: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
0: podcast.
2: quick into our sex topics because I do want to continue more uh, for our horrible decision. I want to talk about again, the contraptions, the mm-hmm. cost of it um, because again we had little fogs in here and normally, yeah, it's not really super expensive for mm-hmm. the things that we may get on Adam and Eve, Uh Damn, could we bleep them out? They ain't paying for it. No, let me stop. I'm just playing. They so lame. They not. But uh, we talking about the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shut up. Uh, so we're going to get into our hors d'oeuvre real quick. I actually did want to give um, my sex tip for this week is actually a sex tip from a professional dominatrix. And please correct it if it's Ooh, wrong. Okay. I want to hear this. And then I would love you to give a tip. And then we're going to round it up with you for a tip. All right. Okay. So this one uh this one is from huffington post this dominatrix actually said take orgasms out of the equation uh, hey. I, that was gonna be my tip Damn. are you serious wait yes. for real yes did you give it no well, let me hear let me let me hear what they say and okay, then I'll yeah, elaborate yeah, okay. okay. You. and you can add I'll refine to it. it so try having some intimate time together without ending it in an orgasm flirt make out dirty talk Maybe you stimulate each other's genitals a little. Maybe you completely avoid it. Play with sexual arousal. Get super horny together, but no orgasming. Talk about what you liked and didn't like afterwards with your partner. You may learn something new about yourself. So much of our sexual lives is determined by a drive towards orgasm. A lot of BDSM is what happens when you stop Making orgasms the sole or primary purpose of being sexual. It's about experimenting and pushing the boundaries of your mental turn-ons and physical responses. When you intentionally remove orgasm as a target, it forces you to open up your idea of what sexual interaction is all about and start exploring that newfound space. This is from Mistress Iris, who is a professional dominatrix in Los Angeles. Yes, I know Mistress Iris. Do you? You know everybody. You know everybody. So that was her uh, tip. And you yeah. agree? Would you add anything to that? I
3: agree. Well, so my sex my sex tip was going to be um was to was, was specifically actually to say deny your man an orgasm. Oh, so edging? No, no, not edging. No, just they like, don't get to come at all. You don't get to come. And so, so I've heard y'all talk about chastity chastity devices, yes. chastity cages. So, um, so that's an extreme way. Of making sure that they don't come. But the thing is, is that if you control a man's orgasm, you control him. And his wallet. Yes. <laughs> oh, and that too. You can, well, because the wallet will open up if you control the orgasm. I get it. You, you can't come until you buy me. Yes, yes. exactly. I mean, <laughs> and, and that's what it is. And so, like, the fun part is if you actually can put a chastity cage on it, like, lock it up and just say, like, you can, you can get out of this once you get me off. Or you can get out of this after you buy me this. You know, you That's can make fine. it conditional, but like, and but make it fun. And and then, but you don't have to have the cage. I mean, like you can just sort of make it part of your experience for that day or that evening where you spend all day, you know, saying like, you don't get to come until I've come. I'm doing this shit tonight.
2: Are you? Until, you, until you come.
3: I... Like, you don't get to come until I've come six times. You don't get to come until Ooh. you make me breakfast. You don't get to, come, you know, like. And, like, let's just see how long you can wait. And you may, if you can try it for a day, try it for a night, then try it for a day, then try it for two or three days. And once they actually associate their pleasure, like they're coming with you, Scott, what do you want?
1: (laughs) I really like that a lot. What Um, do you want? Because I like. Holding orgas like I like orgasms being earned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to have a dom that exactly. like would tell me when I'm allowed to come, and I thought yeah. that was so much fun. But I never done it in the reverse.
2: But it's also, but also like leveraging gifts because that's my love language. It's mm-hmm. hard. I had a friend uh, recently. She's a mutual friend actually, and she broke up with her boyfriend because he wasn't coming. And I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> but a part of that, that, a part of that, did she and not part- tell this on her podcast? She was, may have. She that may was have. Like one of the fucking she may have. She may have. but it was things. like. They had been dating for months a week so much so to where she was like, I kinda wanna have a threesome with him just to see if another if he comes with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was so frustrating. And I think unfortunately, a lot of us as women tie orgasms, a man's orgasm, to their pleasure or liking of us. What was the reason? What was he the reason? He didn't know. See, so here, she didn't know. So but
3: here's and the he thing. When I was so when I started having sex, I didn't have an orgasm.
2: Most women don't
3: for right. a for a long time. But they all did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she, she said, said he thing. had one and, the first time they and had nobody And and there was never any concern about the fact that Same I issue. wasn't having one. Mm. And so once I actually kind of understood that, it was just like, oh, wait, I don't feel guilty at all about you not. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. It's like I went a long time without it. And it's not that, your only partner. You don't think you'd be like. Well, it doesn't have to be permanent.
1: But it's but it's no, no, also, no he never comes no not what. Well, no no no, not, no oh
2: currently uh, No, I don't, I don't think you get it he never came no I don't think uh, yeah I don't think you're gonna get it he, he never he came, came. He, well, as he, much as they were having sex the, he, he came just, the first time and he never came again and he never came again well, and he started like eating at her that he never came okay but did it eat at him did it bother him he was just that's like, a good question because I don't oh, know oh I don't know we didn't get both sides of the damn, story damn let's all, call that bitch you wanna call her kinda you cool with that I'm fine let's call her and we were just texting earlier wait is there a way to make sure we can hear her I'm just gonna put it up to right here. Okay, you got it? But we gotta fucking. We up. gotta find out because, and I would like for even your input on yeah, yeah. if we overthought that. We're on the podcast. We're we'll on cut air this out girl. if
1: you don't want us to talk about it. Can we talk about your boyfriend that never came? Yeah, I don't care. Fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> okay, this is um, Troy. We're here with her. Mandy's also hey, behind hi, this. Troy. So hey. she had a great question because we were talking about how he never came and it got on your nerves. You weren't okay with him ever coming. But Troy asked, was he okay with never coming?
4: Um he, he he was, I guess he was fine. He just he would just stop.
1: Yeah. When you he came, just, he would stop.
4: Yeah. It, like he was. say, so no, yeah, and then like, because you know, I could keep going. At some point he would just stop and be like, okay. Yeah. And he then would just say, point, okay. Yeah, like, and then at one point he even was like, This is never happening. This never happened. Like, was it to before? I'm like, uh yeah, no, nigga, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, when you broke up with him, did you literally say like, either you go, you come, or I'm done?
4: Well, I was like, well, what do you think? Well, first of all, I ended up breaking up with him. He ended up breaking up with me because I cheated on him. Oh, but um, prior come. to that, because yeah, duh. Prior <laughs> to that, he was like, um I was like, so what are we gonna? What? Is, what's gonna happen if you never come? and I'm like, what do you think we could do about that? I was like, because obviously, like, I want you to come and obviously you want to come and he was just like, um, he was just like, I guess we'll just see what happens and like, that wasn't okay, that wasn't good enough for me. I'm like, do you have a kink that I need to know about or something like, what are you, I think honestly what it ended up being is that he was nervous and I think that he, he knew that I had a lot of sexual experiences and was intimidated and I think he got in his head. One time he told me, he knew I was like he knew after um, seven songs that it wasn't going to happen, and I said, "Why did you know?" <laughs> he that we was counting were songs. Yes, do you have a question? <laughs> like,
3: so, so, but why did why was it so important to you that he come if you were having pleasure? Yeah, if it you means, enjoyed it, it,
4: makes me feel like I got the job done.
3: So, but if he wasn't complaining, if he wasn't saying, "Oh, you know, like why am I not getting my nut?" If he wasn't because, complaining, what did it matter?
4: Because I'm programmed to believe that if my vagina is performing up to par, <laughs> this is what happens: you get weak, you make these noises. That's my winning moment. And if <laughs> I don't hear those noises and see those toes curl, <laughs> what the fuck is going on?
3: But, but, you just about. Are that. you a
1: giver, Mila?
4: <laughs> I am.
3: So, but he. So, I'm but. <laughs>
1: oh, oh shit! All
2: right, all right. I don't know. The all kid, right, it's the kid turning into in good room. moms, bad choices. All right. Well, no. when we bring you guys back, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about. We love you, Mila. In front Of your child. Say please. bye to everybody. <laughs> Say bye to everyone, Mila. Bye, I love, you. <laughs> love you. But see, that's exactly what we just said. As women, we are programmed to the for the climax for the ending of the movie for the mm. that's all, folks. Right. To be the man, right? And, but, but however.
3: How many times have you been with a
2: man and and
3: you haven't come? And it's not that you didn't like it. It's not that you didn't enjoy yourself. It's not that there was anything wrong with it. It's not that you weren't satisfied at the end. It just didn't happen for you. I have been satisfied without coming. And we are are conditioned to be like, oh, no, that's all fine. I'm good. You know, like, oh, you know, like, oh, it's it's so it's just hard for me to come or it takes or you like we're made to feel we make
2: excuses for a man I gotta be
3: honest with you uh,
1: I would say I've stopped doing that Um, oh yeah yeah I mean mainly because I masturbate during sex now oh like full on while you're in me if I feel like my clit's not being like uh, because I mean Mm -hmm. I need a lot of stimulation and normally it's on top I can get it without touching it but like if I can't come vaginally and I know it's about to be over cause you're about to come, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, 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 you keep pumping. Cause I'm going to
0: keep. fucking
3: <laughs> <grabbing> <laughs> my Wait, so can I ask real quick? So like I've had partners before who were like unsatisfied for the fact that I did not come. Right. So mm-hmm. what do you say or do in order to, this is a bad word, but to make up for it.
2: Good question. I want you I want to answer that. That's yeah. a really good question. How do I question.
3: make up for that? Because then like, it's been, it was two different partners and like,
0: they felt not at the same time, but they felt bad.
2: And a dick ain't coming they, either. They, 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 Go yeah, ahead and tell bad. the world yeah. your yeah. dick don't come. Yeah, so it takes me
0: a long time. <laughs> it takes me a long time. Like I know what to do if that's TMI, but you know what I mean? Like it yeah, don't yeah. feel bad mm. uh, if it's not from penetration.
3: Right. Yeah. So um so one is that you is you can say like just in the same way that that she might only be able to come from clitoral stimulation right. or from you know some other thing or she can't come unless her nipples are being pinched or something like that like whatever her trick is it's just like hey i don't really come from penetration i you know this is the way that i come and you know and i'm happy with this you know right. and here's and here if you want to be involved with it like here's what you can do to help okay um so one i'd say that I like that and then um and then the other way is to just say like to 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 remind them that they have had experiences where they've had sex and they haven't come, and That's a good point. Yeah. you know, yeah. and just and just to say like, look, you know that you enjoyed it still, that you had a good time, it wasn't their fault right. that you didn't come. It's like
2: it's not your fault either. It's like, I would just you definitely know? words of affirmation to, yeah. to to also just make sure she knows you still had a really good time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely do that. But yeah, yeah, I'm not
3: going to lie. I didn't. I love this. I, and I mean, you can also spin it as like, I didn't come and that means we can keep going. I, you know, <laughs> I would take pride about that. And then,
2: but I would get that not like a, neck like it would be kind of a negative reaction. Like, how come you ain't come yet? And I'm like, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I'm like, I'm sorry. When a man take long to come, I'd be like, Literally, we'll be having sex. And this is back when I was a ho-ho. But like, I'd be- Not just one. Not just one. It it was uh, Christmas time before. Yeah, I was a ho-ho-ho. You know what I mean? But back when I was really fucking, like, we would literally be in the middle of sex and I'd be like, you must fuck bitches without condoms and that's what the problem is. You a a dirty dick. Do you need to take the condom (laughs) off to come? And literally, he'd be on top and I'd be like, I'd literally be like, it's because it ain't raw, huh? Like I'm getting <laughs> tired now, but and you still haven't come. In their and defense, now like that I know for me. it's fucked up, because if you're up used to, make a to having feel bad a
1: relationship, like if you're used to having relationship sex, like I used a condom with someone new recently, and um, I remember thinking, like, damn, I don't know this nigga like that. Like I can't be, you know what I'm saying? Like I got a whole man, and I'm not gonna lie, so my, my I man can't is, just take this shit off. But at the same time, I was like. This is why I know I'm not enjoying it too much.
2: And even Mm -hmm. that was the conversation just had, too, because my man, we talked about uh, the sex club, NSFW, Mm -hmm. and I've let him play with girls. And he's like, there's a guy there that has already asked permission for him to play with me. And he just really thinks I'm like being shy about not wanting to bring a guy in the room because he thinks he thinks I think I'm going to look, you know, think that he thinks I'm different and all this stuff. and. I really told him like, even though I kind of do want to do like a couple swap, I'm trying to set it up actually with one, with one <laughs> of my old niggas because now he's single, and, but he sent me videos with a bitch. I said, oh, my man will allow yeah. us all to play. So maybe we should set it up. And But I'm just like, there's no way I can fuck you raw. Right. So I'm also just thinking like- to love and talk about condom dick, condom it dick. It is, but, but now that I have just one partner, a part of me does not want to go where- Maybe this condom now my pH will be fucked up. He's someone else. My nigga does not unbalance yeah. me. So right. a part of me not doesn't balance. You We're know, a Libra. You know what I mean? My shit. Not only is my <laughs> scale balanced, this pH is balanced. Yes. And So I like it, I have fear in having sex with someone else, even if a condom is used. We know them condoms be fucking shit up. Honestly, you and, I, I, to that advice though, I would say like even because I.
1: A condom, you've got to really find what works for your body, truthfully. Right, right. Like mm-hmm. we can't just think like a raw dick would be better for a pH than Hell no, no condom. Oh, because, I don't think that. that's not the truth. It's just that you guys truly have just normalized, right? Like when you start fucking for someone for a while, it just becomes
2: not like you just him. I don't even sex niggas no more. Okay, girl. I swear to God, <laughs> niggas out here calling but- me friend because I don't send them news no more. Wow. I was like, damn. I said, why the <laughs> emphasis on friend? He said, You don't watch me. Bust nuts no more. You don't send me pictures. You don't send me news. I said I have a whole nigga now. Right. I'm I'm sorry. Like I don't care Listen, about you. Well, what well, happened I'm... to Mandy with the wing? I... <laughs> <say hello. laughs> Shut up. Uh, anyways, remember. I hate you. I hate you
1: so much. Nah, but uh, I was gonna say condom. Making sure that you find a condom you like. So I ain't really want As to a home. woman
2: Not the man Yes the man Has to matter too but, but that's the thing too We just be letting These niggas But you no, gotta yeah. You bring the condom You like When I was in yes.
1: LA I knew I, I had a feeling I might get some dick And I did <laughs> And I was like Okay So I know I'm gonna bring My own condoms I like skin but Yes right? They're yes, the best They really are They really are Give us an ad. So I love them. Your
2: ad can go right here.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that this can go right
2: here. But no, t- to be fair, and guys, we're not being paid for this. That is probably one of the best, not only for a woman, but they have all of these different options. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, yes. There's ribbed, there's. Like the Magnums yeah. just have a weird smell. The Magnums smell. are off. Niggas are mm-hmm. obsessed Stop with Stop pulling them. out that gold wrapper, because as soon as y'all niggas really pull it out, we be like, fuck. <sighs> the room yeah. about to smell. Mm-hmm. you going to think it's me. No, about the smell when you leave. Like it's just gonna be lingering. I you have fucking to hate bring your shit, own bro. condoms,
1: and I think that once you find a condom that matches your body, mm-hmm. uh, you just have to be honest. And I was like, listen, I was like, oh, you use those? Um, well, let me be clear, <laughs> I do not. Yeah. So I had a feeling this, this is happening tonight, and so. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> whatever. But I ain't gonna lie. Um, we ended up using the Magnum, even though I ain't want to. You annoying!
3: Uh. Just, just shut
1: up. She did this whole speech.
2: It. She did this whole speech to be a hypocrite. Anyway, let's get into the wrong decision real quick. I don't know what happened. And the Work. skin was there? I hate you. And so then I was much. sad. No, just shut up, cause you just thought but, I, I thought you the was the preaching, speech, and you not. But the
1: speech that I gave, you should give too. It's just you shouldn't succumb to
2: a man. Uh huh. He
1: was just so right, dominant that I, uh, I was like, all right, you if you like, like it, yeah,
2: yeah. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Alright, the so horrible decision. I do want to talk about if you guys watch Bonding, if you guys are into BDSM, we brought up mad, regular, vanilla, fucking floggers, paddles, basic shit. We just brought up the Chastity uh, belt. Chastity devices, yeah. Uh, the Chastity devices. That's not that basic. but I, It's not that basic. It's a little hard mm-hmm. to find. I want to ask you, what is the most expensive contraption that you have at your studio um, that you've either rented out and had to teach people? Like, what's the most expensive sex toy you have? One
3: of the most expensive things is actually a chassis device.
2: Really? I was going to say the Sibian ride, I
3: thought it would be. I, no, I don't, I don't have one of those. Oh, okay. what but is- uh, the Sibian, oh. it's a it's a female masturbation machine. So oh, it's basically it's like a saddle. And so you sit on it oh. and it vibrates. Or it makes your whole pussy thing. just yes. open up because I couldn't exactly. imagine... That
2: doesn't yeah. make sense to me, but
3: but the chassis cage that I have, can I say who makes it or where it's from? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, the and test- y'all, your ad can go here too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like the from the olden days? Just- no, 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 no. These are custom made Uh-oh. in Canada by a company I mean, called history. Steelworks. Steelworks Extreme, I think it is, Steelworks. and it's W okay. E R K S, and um, and it is a four thousand dollar cat chastity cage. It is made Shh. out okay. of titanium, and. He, but he's made ones that were twenty thousand dollars.
0: Twenty thousand dollars people spend. <laughs> she said, "Why? To
1: lock Genuinely, like why? Why do they well, spend where, where that money? Where does the cost uh, come from? Come from?
3: Yeah, um, because it's made out of titanium. Because of the, because these are like custom made and and custom however intricate, yeah. they I mean these are the bespoke. So however intricate, they'll they'll be kinds that have like um." Your urethral pl- plugs that go in that you know have containers titanium Your wreath, like catheters, catheters. You, yeah basically um so because you wear it full time and so it's so that way you can still urinate oh they i thought you just have, 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 have,
2: have catheters put in the
3: i just thought you had a. hold um it's just showing us it's the, a short oh it's a short there you go so that's, that's actually really so nice that's looking yeah looking like. that's a that's that one's called like the shonda mask, shonda mask i think or that's a crucible okay um the, oh, but something like that, Alchemist, is going to be. So it it goes around the balls too. Yes, and you know Ooh, it, what that is that? Nice. A fucking clock. Even, it's a steampunk. steampunk. Yeah. So wow. see if you see one that's called like the creature. I think. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, what there the goes fuck right do there. you do? Their goddamn website too. You know everything. Yeah, you have this one right. So no, uh, I don't have that one. That looks cool. I I have
2: two. I the have exoskeleton Page Cage the Beast. Yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna start calling we- dicks Beast. Bitch, I like that. <laughs> you like it but, no but the idea is that they so they're
3: custom made they're made for long term wear they're mm. people who wear theirs 24/7 to work 365
1: I, I i pulled up really know? quick the history of chastity belts Ooh. does anyone have a guess of uh the year
3: probably the 1800s i'd yeah. say more like 1600s the 1800s no on um, before that 16 1700 B-
1: 1150 11- Wow Oh, yeah. that be before Christ? I think so. But it's not, <laughs> it says it's not clear. Um, they Some believe they were made in the 14th century in Italy, but other references have the similar device used mm-hmm. in the Crusades, Roman and Greek times, and 11 BC. In Paris, women were forced to wear iron chastity belts. One version had an iron hoop covered with velvet, um, and the hoop had notches so the man could tighten and loosen it, depending on his mood. Yeah, Chastity belts were often made on only one side. Larger women were forced to wear them and suffer the pain no matter the fit. Um, in the 16th and 17th centuries, a popular belt in Europe included an iron girdle, which mm-hmm. had a circumference of 32 inches. The a- area surrounding the hips, basically, you'd put it on like uh,
2: underwear. Like almost. a panty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... And that's there's that's small holes for, for women. That, yeah. but, and what's crazy is not until this show started and I started like learning mm-hmm. things, even you, you... Like all of your devices, I have no idea who, how, where they come from. And... Uh, when we think of chassis devices, we do, we think of like a lock and key panty for a woman. Right. And so the idea is like the cage yeah. was the one they were talking about during the crusades for, was for women. Sorry. Ah,
1: yeah. yeah. All so- of
3: that's yeah. most of the chassis devices started out for women and mm. then eventually it became for men and it was to, you know, just prevent them from masturbation or prevent them from
2: what would be in your opinion, your kinkiest sex toy. If that's like, like one that you're like, After we just saw one called the Steampunk, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I think that it gets kinkier than a chastity belt. Like, I mean, like, like even if you see Bonding, there's a contraption where someone is. Uh, levitated in a completely leather mask. And, right. Oh, um, so suspended. Suspension. Suspended, yeah. yeah. So, that, so I, that's a I suspension. levitating. It works. So it's one
3: the of, of the thing, things right? that happens in, in, in season two of Bonding is there's a scene, there's a breath play scene. Yes. In which someone is Great. in a sleep sack, which is, um, it's like a sleeping bag that pieces up. And and so and he has a gas mask on and there's a hose that goes from the gas mask to a bottle and it's called a bubbler bottle. Bubbler, a bubbler bottle. And the bubbler bottle basically is like a bong where air gets filtered through whatever fluid is in the bottle.
0: Uh, does it look like this?
3: Uh, that's what the sleep sack kind of looks like, but you should probably Google like leather leather sleep sack. My first time seeing a sleep sack
2: was a uh, real sex when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm not going to lie. This is this is is the the, Mm -hmm. to me. That is pretty kinky. Yes. I'm not going to lie. So and I know we talk about breath play with fucking pillowcases and a man putting his hand on your neck. But this is an extensive. Hmm. Yes. So
3: what happens? So what happens in the bonding scene is there's so he is in what's called full sensory deprivation. So he's listening, I'm he's listening to Brahms. I mean. need to, need to, to. So sensory deprivation is when um, it's the depriving of the senses. So you're blindfolded. It's a form of sensory right. deprivation. If you have a gag in your mouth, we ta- a form of sensory, ta- sensory we deprivation.
1: About a few days ago too, um, the-
3: if oh. you are, you know, hooded so that you can't hear, your ears are plugged. That's also sensory deprivation. Um, so, so, and he can't move either. So he's like fully immobilized in the sleep sack and his breath is being controlled by this bubbler bottle, and now, every breath gets filtered through the fluid that's in the, bu- the bubbler bottle. Do they? Wow.
1: Do they come? So that's pretty freaky. Do they,
3: they come in before the- or in it, or do they just? Oh, good question. Yeah, do they come inside of that? Oh um, wow. it, I think it. You know, it all depends on the dom. Um, okay, but but for many, honestly, have you ever done the? Um, Flotation tanks. The no, no, yeah, but I never do none of this.
2: No, no, no. Oh, this that is, is no. no it's it's not. Not. What is a It's a Vinny tank? does
3: it. It's like a therapy. Release. Yeah, it's a, it's a therapeutic thing. So Uh-oh. it's like you go. It's a it's basically like a salt. It's like a tub. Salt tub. Salt water And they water encapsulate tub. you in it. Right. And it's dark. Yes. And, and you so you, you float. So it's weightlessness. Oh. Um, so it's also kind of similar to like just science, and I to just like being in a in a hammock and so okay. you know like the, the the feeling of being in a hammock when you're just sort of like hanging your mom's sack you know. no that's not it
0: no no no, no. alright um, sorry sorry, sorry. Uh, I was thinking of normal oh my god normal. I'm looking up
3: this not quite no, like, like that poli- if you look up uh, a flota- <laughs> uh, flotation tank
0: flotation tank Be-
3: flotation tank y'all, if you y'all guys can, can, see, see, the can see, see this on the screen I mean and, they
0: could they but can- if you want to embarrass me I was looking up flotation devices <laughs> And that's how y'all feel. We are looking oh, at an orange ring around a, the rosy. So, flotation
3: tank is, tank, tank is a spa thing. It's you know yeah. like you go and and there's like a place on Flatiron that there I, it is. Oh, oh, there
0: okay, that's what and, I meant to yeah. search.
3: And so and so you float and so it's the same thing. So it's like it's weightlessness and it's very very med meditative. That's cool. So it can be very relaxing. And so I often say like for people who do that kind of sensory deprivation, um, you know, immobilization bondage. It is, you can, it's almost like taking the best three hour nap. Like in 30 minutes, you will have the best three hour nap you've ever had. And you'll come out like not feeling groggy, like oh my gosh, I've just been sleeping all day. But instead, you feel refreshed. Mm. You feel I'm about relaxed. To look one of them things. And the Therefore, reason, I, and the I reason why. Some. So it's like I can be in there with my wig. Yeah. So you know. So you know. Well, you can be in the in the BDSM version with your wig. Oh,
2: <laughs> so, but your shit might be
3: floating with you, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have bobby pins to lay it down. Thank you right. Very much.
3: But the reason why. But the reason why it works is just like you know when you meditate. And you like you try to meditate and you just like, oh, you know, and your brain just won't stop. Well, part of it, you know, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to It's my nose. I got to like, you know, I got to move. I got to whatever. Well, when you can't move, when you can't scratch because you're held in place, then your brain just like it tries to tell you to do things. And then it's not getting any response from you. So then it's just like, okay, well, clearly you don't need me. And your brain just goes and and it's you trip basically. It is just, less oxygen. I'm, I'm cool on that. Pardon? Is it because it's less oxygen? No, you get you get you get all your oxygen, but it's just oh, like, I'm thinking, no, no I'm, it's it's like flotation. tank. Yeah, right. And even in the flotation tank, it's I'm think, the idea. You were talking is about the tube. You can. But I'm saying just like in any kind of whether you're when in you, the flotation mm. tank or if you're in this. Um, no like way you don't get less bondage.
1: oxygen, Troy.
3: Pardon? You don't get you're telling me you don't get less oxygen when you're. Well, with the tube. It's compromised. It's it's a little bit less. You're sipping through a straw. My but, fucking mouth is huge. <gasps> we know. I'm a mouth breather.
1: <laughs> did you say you're a mouth breather? Dude, you should see me in a mask. Oh, wow. It's terrible. Wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to yes. make sure uh, we haven't really... Uh, I think we, we, we've been doing a lot of ho confessions. Uh, I did want to get back to our hoe mail because okay, good. I think that you would really have and, you know, I don't know if that's even shady. So let me not because it is called Manny, old that was hoes. shady. It is for the old hoes. But I'm an old ho. I told you I'm in my 30s now. I feel like I'm an old that's ho. That's not even... What? 30, you well, think you're years old? Well, I know, she gets on me like, no, bitch, 30 is not old. Shut oh, the fuck up. Uh, but even, it was crazy as we just did a Patreon episode too and she crying about t- turning 30. Right. She's like, our old, lis- our older listeners are going to yeah. fucking hate us. I get talking it. about...
1: 30, oh my god! Because we got a lot of like, I think a a larger demographic than I've noticed was late 30s for Horrible Decisions. We do, we have a... Because people, even when they meet me, their first thing to say,
2: you be acting like you old bitch. I'm like, dude, they do. They be checking us. They be checking us. So this one uh, comes again. If you guys want to submit a home mail to us, please, please, please send it on over to HorribleDecisions at gmail.com. This one is uh, the subject line reads, old hoes, Hey guys, I love your show. I love the sexual freedom that you guys display without the guilt. I have a question and maybe y'all can answer it. Where do old hoes go when they're not fucking for cash anymore? I mean, they're in the sex service industry and there comes a point where they hang up the cleats. Where do they go? Do they turn into garden gnomes? It's not a new industry and these jobs have been around probably since the beginning of time. But where do they go? Is there an old ho-home? A retirement com- <laughs> community for hoes? Help me out. Thanks. Um, and I'm not going to say the name. Real estate. Look,
3: okay, well, yeah, Yeah, but also, why do you have to retire?
2: Right. I like that. Talk, I mean, talk be- to well, us about
3: it. Because, so remember the—I don't, I don't know. There was this viral video that went around d- recently— where some woman, an older oh, woman, the, we're just like grandma, hey, I just mean,
1: looking come for see. someone to
3: fuck me. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> right.
1: You know, that is the um, video, right? Please yes. come in the
2: morning time. You know what? and this is why I wanted to talk about this too, because um you said that you've even just been in this space for as long as you've been in. But for whatever reason, even when we talk about strippers, there is an idea that you can't do this forever. I can't fuck forever? Of course I can fuck forever. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess as you age, I do want to know does it change? Because of course our minds have changed even with this show, as far as how we view sex, what we think of sex, our partners. How have you seen your mind change over time and if someone came to you and wanted to maybe be a dominatrix or wanted help to get into the BDSM community, would you ever be like you too old? Never. Or has that that's never, never. been a conversation, right? Never. Do people feel like they're too old to enter. I, I mean as long as everything's
3: as long as you have I the could desire see people feeling like yeah, too then old. you might feel you're too old, but you were not too old. I mean I remember I met there was this one um, there was this one Dom that I met even um, who was in France who she was in her late 70s. Wow and really? still working and um, and in fact there was a Dom in New Jersey named Mistress Mir. Who is 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 this legendary black dom? Like she was the black leather dom mm. queen for years. Like the this the New York scene revolved around her, Mr. Smear. That's great to hear. And, yeah, um, I didn't know that. And she was doming well into her seventies as well. She did. I don't know now.
1: Oh, I was gonna say rest in peace. I don't. I don't think so. Actually. Imagine if you went to the grave. Like no, I didn't switch up, bitch. But I do love yeah. too
2: because even in and and this will probably be my last reference to it because I know if you guys haven't seen it yet or you have, you know, I love too that uh, the lead in bonding was like fuck masters, fuck getting you know th- a degree. I love what I'm doing. I make a lot of money. Why would I quit? And I think there is still just this idea that this isn't real even though there's so many people that are like miss be nasty bro just her house like the, the things that you buy and i think it's
1: societally we sure. expect to that we need to slow down or stop doing something or when, that you're hoping
3: that be different at, a, 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 point. at a young well, you know time I, in your life i was literally talking to an act, actress today who is in her mid 70s late 70s mm-hmm. and she has a younger partner And she was telling me about Emmy winning, Emmy winning. And she was telling me about a scene that she did, you know, for the show that she won an Emmy for. She said she was 57 years old when she did the scene. And it was something about where she was saying to this young man who worked, who worked for her. And I guess, I don't know, there was some sort of thing like where he was suing her or something. I don't know. But whatever it was, she's just like, I could give you an erection from all the way across on the other side of the room. And I don't even have to touch you. And the way that she said it and did it, I, and because she goes like, you know, I could give you an erection from all the way across the room and I don't have to touch you. Stand up, Eric. And I almost stood up.
2: Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I <laughs> too am Eric. The, 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 Troy. the, the, the power uh, that doms have, well, it's like, yeah. it literally is a fucking mental fuck. Like even when you get into your like, this is, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like to yeah. call your role, but right. I'd be like, oh shit. Cause you're <laughs> so, you know, you're just so nice and you know. I think that's the best thing too about meeting sex workers
1: and, or doms or anyone who's just in the industry. Educators, like, all of them. Huh. I didn't really think you would do this. Right. It's like knowing that it's not the
2: person you think it'll look like and or, I, or the I, expectation that
1: we have of someone I love that. in that mm-hmm. job. Uh, y'all that know we on
2: YouTube. Y'all have to start even just. Looking at the guests that we come because people like yeah. never I'm, would I like it, Jasmine and King Noir. I mean, are, I mean, nah, they look like they, sex. They,
1: they, well, they, they look, look like sex. They look like sex. Sorry, they do. But oh, <laughs> I'm sure when they pick the kids up from school, they don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, probably want to fuck up Yeah, <laughs> no, they look. They ooh, no sex. offense, not saying you don't look like sex. I just think that they can't even help it. Yeah,
2: no, we just said why like does this we can zip own it up. A shirt. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine that man in a turtle. Nah, they were destined for sex. But like we just had uh Tiana on the show and we've had mm-hmm. just so many people that when they come in, yeah, when they open their mouths, of course. And, and it's so weird, too, that this idea of sex is almost like, oh, you have to look slutty or you have to mm-hmm. be this. And again, this is something that we're going to do until we die. We're all going to have sex. So even the idea that people do put this end date on mm-hmm. when someone should stop having sex or dating around, it's it's it's. It's it's lucky. Also, I think the freakiest people are the ones that you would not even expect it. Yeah. That part, <laughs> y'all wouldn't expect me to be freaky, right? <laughs> Don't so. Please let the people know where they can find you, Troy. Because
1: what? No, <laughs> no. I could. You got a King Noir Jasmine vibe. All right. Yeah, I right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, edit, edit, don't be over there. Hey, nobody <laughs> asked
2: for your input for this, for this one, okay? okay? I
3: ain't saying nothing.
1: No, is there a, do you have anything that you are, I wouldn't even say selling, but a place you'd want people to find you or engage with you? Well,
3: so a couple of things. So I have oliviatroy.com, which mm-hmm. is just my website. So I'm an intimacy coordinator and a writer and a consulting consultant. Um, So that is one of the things. But then the other thing is that I also have started um, a consulting group called Reps on Set. And Reps on Set is all about um, advocating for better representation of marginalized and underrepresented people. And guys, we just got a new job.
2: We just got hired. We didn't even know till she just said that she had this agency. Thank you for allowing (laughs) us to be a part of that. Troy, can (laughs) I tell you, whenever, like, no
1: bullshit, like, I for this entire season, I'm working with a great network who is honoring me to hire who I want. But like literally yesterday on our horrible decisions page, I said, I need someone who's a PA that's worked in film and TV that's black or brown. Yeah. And I had to do it on fucking Instagram. Like wow. there's really not an arena. Like people think that I do this shit and it's crazy. I was like, I need a DP who's black and brown. And people write me like, hey, I'm white, but I didn't ask for you. Right. <laughs> um, and not saying that white people aren't great at what they do. I'm sure they are. It's just that I'm seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. And um,
3: I dope to know that you've yes. you have something like so, that. So right. So it is, it is for both. Crew, as well as for the stories that are being told. Mm. So, how often have you? look, well, what we like, fucking <laughs> so you, grandma? So, all right, so
2: we all... Oh, I told you that's the old thing. But like, we we okay. So,
3: like, how many times have you seen lesbian sex on a show? And so, like, that's not how. It's I'm going. gonna do it a lot, right? So, what reps on set is here to do is one to make sure that the depiction of LGBTQIA plus sex Is authentic mm. That black sex Black
2: love is. First off That's the only one White people fucking In any movie Looks awful I don't understand Is Mandy. that really how White people fuck Bro It just be looking So It be like, uh, uh, And then he come, Like white people Don't have no stroke game Like I this? fuck some stroke The game having yeah, white people but I'm I don't saying don't what, to. what white Even I'm sorry Fifty Shades of Grey my
1: pussy just didn't even moisten. I'm gonna up. tell you right now uh, who did that. Oh. Love by Gaspar Noé. That was lit ass sex. Mm. They were all Boy white. People? Maybe Carl Guzman is half black. I don't know. But um, and Zoe Kravitz's ex. But that movie, fuck, they like. Oh, it was good, y'all. If, I've if, never if watched know, it the whole way through. If y'all know a
2: film where there is white sex depicted in a way that is sexy? Please let me know. Send it my way. I'm sorry, I ain't never Wild seen it. Wild things. I ain't never seen it, bro. Was it sexy? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm, try, I'm I'm actually trying to think of it myself. So it's like, but <laughs> it's... But, <laughs> it's like, wait a
2: second.
3: No, I gotta be some uh, good white dick out number, there.
2: The, you had them, but they wasn't on TV, is what I'm saying. Right. I'm fighting for y'all, well, but I can Well, hold can't. on. What about um,
1: Scandal? Oh, you talk about but the president? But it doesn't count. Because Carrie's in it. Oh, right. but, okay. and Carrie's black.
2: She's going to make it look right.
1: sick. Right, she makes You, she you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. So wait, right. he never fucked Melly. It's like the- black eyed peas. He made everybody else look like it was on V You know what
3: I'm saying? Like you can't <laughs> oh add for real. You can't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right okay and what is that website gonna- uh, so it's so that is reps onset reps com. we're gonna make sure all of that is in the description of this episode troy thank you so very much yes this troy, is so, so much fun i'm, I'm so glad, glad I'm we finally so did it I'm,
1: I'm glad you came oh that's right if you're enjoying the youtube and you want some lit youtube come visit me at wtf media studios edin is doing our video and our clips that you guys are And making. he ain't going to talk and judge you like he
2: does us. I don't, don't worry. judge you. All right. That but
1: you much? can pay for a B mic if you want a producer during the show to <laughs> pull up shit and like clips and You know, references. We also have that as an add-on. And yeah, check us out. WTF Media Uh, Studios. I
2: could do it too. And (laughs) she cannot. Uh, She's still learning. Uh, And as you guys know, we release three bonus episodes every month for you. If you are a Patreon, uh, patron on Patreon. So go on over to patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions for as little as $5 a month. Not only are you supporting us, but you are supporting... Getting more content? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. All of it, man. All, all of it, We got to pay this motherfucker all of it, all of it. Uh, so you guys are about to hear a five-minute bonus clip from one of our bonus episodes. Troy, we want to thank you once again for coming on. Hope thank you guys you. enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and check out Bonding Season 2 on Netflix. Um, And Billions, I'm still on season one trying to get through it. It's one of those where you actually got to pay attention. And I don't be paying attention to shit, uh, but some dick. Uh, I pay attention to that. I'm sorry. All right, guys. This has been yet another episode of Horror Decisions. Bye. But here's what happened. We've been seeing the hashtag free Britney
1: for a long time. The conspiracy theory that Britney was under mind control and all kinds of shit were coming out. But really what it was was about something called a conservatorship, which basically means back in 08, her father um, had a complete control over her assets and her business affairs. Um, now, um, basically sh- there was a, a median between um, them, which was another lawyer who resigned from that role two years ago. And then it was her father just being the sole conservator. And at that time we started to see Britney put up weird videos, her re- residency in Vegas stopped like, Things just kind of diminished from there. And we've known for quite some time that something's been up with Britney, but we really don't know what. So the documentary gets into what conservatorship is and basically how Britney has been used and abused through friends, family and under the public eye with all this scrutiny. So we're going to get digging into a little bit of that, but as always in the cinema, we talk about a celebrity we'd want to fuck. And I thought this one made sense because we could pick a boy band or a girl group from that time, obviously Beyonce, but
2: like, who would you? Oh, from that time. It's so crazy because you got to go white, Mandy. You can't go like, yeah, but yeah, but what's crazy is I just (laughs) talked about this too. Yeah, no. Right. Uh, the fact that I'm now looking at this man from a, an adult lens, the idea that I really took down all of my posters because Justin and Britney started dating and I did think that Justin wow. was supposed to be somebody for me. If, okay, If I go back to boy bands, I would say even as far as the partner we got to see him as on TV and if I have to go white and the pink dick route, I'm going to say Nick Lachey. Wow. Who well, used to be with Jessica Simpson and he was a part of the boy band, what was it, 98 Degrees, 48 mm-hmm. Degrees? He was something cute. Like that. He was cute, but I just thought he was masculine and he always like just giggled at dumbass Jessica Simpson. But I, I don't know. There's just something about him. If I had to go white. That's where I would go. What about you? Mine was Nick Carter, only because
1: oh, ew! I loved the aside. Backstreet Boys so much. <laughs> you Damn. know what's crazy? Then I saw him at a, a rest stop with my mom, and I almost I couldn't speak. And then I was like so frozen. And then we got in the car. I wanted a picture with him, obviously. I got his autograph because that was cool at the time. And then we got in the car. My mom was like, damn, we could have taken a picture with the disposable cameras they sold. And I was crying, bitch.
2: I was like,
3: why did you
2: think of it? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Even when I look back at it, even when I look at their old videos, for whatever reason, Backstreet Boys, to me, always just seemed so old. They just looked old. I felt like they never looked young. Because the goatees, never, two of them, the three of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fucking AJ always looked old. Uh, fucking, look old. He kind of... And then you had the the Howie. Oh, Howie always looked 30 plus. Wait, is so, that that I'm talking about? It was... Howie had the little, the, the brown oh, hair. Oh, yeah. And I'm, then, I'm talking about And Hally then too. even Brian. Brian was the lead singer. Brian never really looked young. Everybody, just, they are he actually really did look like a werewolf. Even in that fucking video, it made every sense for him to be That a was <laughs> Why do we like rock, girl,
1: body? Body, right. Now, Spice Girls, them bit... That was a whole girl group. I, I
2: loved them all. I loved this them is, all. This, this is how I knew that as women, we were ever-changing. Because the Spice Girl in which I wanted to be changed almost every year that I was a fan of theirs. I went from wanting to be Baby Spice, then realized, okay, this isn't me. Sporty Spice, bitch, I play basketball. I'm Sporty Spice. Then it was like, no, scary. That's who I look more like. And I'm not like any of these white bitches. But then also- Ginger was just sexy. I never I never thought I looked like Posh, which is crazy because we have the, this show now about sex, and she was supposed to ooze sex appeal. Posh, to me, never had a personality, never spoke. I never cared to be Posh. I think that was the point with her, though. They was wanted, that the point?
1: Yeah. they like. I watched Spice World. That was one of my favorite movies to play over and over yes, in the VCR. Same.
2: I think they wanted her to like come off like that, which— like, I, I, just, I guess it's just not us because I think we're just so vocal, even though we we ooze sex sometimes. I just felt like to me, she was nothing but arm candy. And I was like, bitch, you have no personality. I love her. Like, I just loved oh, how much of a little cunt she is. But
1: I will I say it. my favorite was um Scary Spice and Baby Spice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the baby girl that we just identified with femininity in a way with her. But like, that was my first concert I ever went to. I lived in Miami with my mom and my mom was late as fuck
2: and we missed like half the show. And I remember. Wait, you got to go. I wish I'm not going to lie. If they were to go back on tour, I would definitely buy a Spice Girls ticket. My very first concert. And if we're talking about this, era that we lived it it came a little later than than Spice Girls and InSync and Backstreet Boys but my very first concert my mom drove me to Tampa um and I got really really good tickets at um B2K. Scream, scream tour it was, oh, scream tour. It, was Tampa. it was Bow Wow B2K IMX um and I think Mario or maybe Lloyd but it was that era and yeah I it was amazing I had a great time Damn bro and like, the, Yeah and then the Unleashed tour was second I went to the Unleashed tour at UCF uh, I, I was a huge the, Bow Wow I went to the UCF one I remember that I was a huge Bow Wow fan Like Bow Wow was supposed to take my virginity Bro Bow Wow is the best no, I know, I Now he's not No one I
1: remember I watched don't uh, what was the movie <laughs> Not Step what the, what the fuck you guys served <laughs> When I watched you guys serve I wanted to fuck all of them
4: I was like I, I, think, I, I think I'm think i a hoe.